Hello, and welcome to Sim Radio here on the Sisters in Music Network. It's Monday Music Madness, and you're tuned into Mixing It with Nikki Chris. This is Nikki, and in case you don't know anything about me, I'm a singer-songwriter from Raleigh, North Carolina. My show celebrates women in the music and entertainment industry, providing an avenue for them to showcase their talent. Our motto, Sisters in Music, Together We Are Stronger. My guest today is a 24-year-old singer-songwriter from Seabeck, Washington, currently living in Nashville, Tennessee. Her influences have inspired her to write, record, and perform songs that have won her numerous awards. She has also had the opportunity to open for some of her influences like Kelsey Ballerini, Josh Thompson, and Drake White, while continuing to refine and develop her own unique sound. Please join me in welcoming the fabulous Afton Prater. Afton, welcome to Mixing It. How are you? Hey, Nikki, thanks for having me. I am doing wonderful, just enjoying some time with friends and family, and of course, writing and um, doing all that good stuff. Well, excellent. Well, we're excited to share you with everyone. We're going to get started right now with why don't you tell us how you got started on your musical journey? Yeah, so as long as I can remember, I've been singing and performing. I would perform as, you know, a little girl for family gatherings and events that we had at our house and, like, workplace gatherings and stuff like that. And when I turned 11, my mom taught me how to play guitar. She had been taking lessons at the time and thought, you know, you love to sing. Why don't I teach you how to play? And so she taught me how to play, which was awesome because it sparked an interest to then want to perform live with, you know, just my acoustic guitar and, and me. I booked my first show at the local fair. And about a year after that show, I started to play live at coffee shops, talent shows. I was even performing in bars. Um, I started writing my songs when I was 12, and I remember pretty much begging my mom, like, please, please, can we move to Nashville? Because, you know, that's where I read about Taylor Swift and uh, Miley Cyrus, where, where they, you know, were at, and I just wanted to go so badly. I wanted to move there, and, uh, you know, looking back now, obviously, I know that they couldn't do that at the time because their jobs and everything. So from that time when I was 12, I was starting to write, and by the time I was 14, I kind of had a portfolio of songs that were pretty good, and I was performing them around town. And so I was talking to my mom, and she said, you know, why don't we go to Nashville and we record some of these songs? And so we finally took our first trip to Nashville at 14, and I recorded with this amazing producer. His name's Sean Giovanni, and he's works company called The Record Shop, and so he recorded five of those for an EP, which I put out on all streaming platforms, and then, of course, I wanted to stay there, and he had to come back to Washington State, and I was kind of sad, but I had to go to school, and I had to do all that stuff, so I made it a mission to kind of make headway in Washington State. You know, in high school was the time when I got the opportunity to open for Kelsey Ballerini, Josh Thompson, Drake White. I had um, a, a pretty big auto dealership in Washington State called Sunset Trucks. They licensed my song, I Want a Truck, 
which was super cool. I got to be in their commercials as a spokesperson. So I was like, come on down oh, awesome. the truck. They played my, yeah, they played my song, I Want a Truck, in the background. And um, from that, some really cool opportunities happened. I got to perform outside the stadium before two Kenny Chesney uh, concerts for two major radio stations in Seattle. And then I also got to sing the national anthem at the Richard Sherman Celebrity Softball Game, which was in front of 30,000 people televised. Oh, my gosh, I was so nervous. But that was also a really cool experience. And so all these things happened that really made me want to move to Nashville and pursue music as a career. And, of course, I, I finished out college in Washington State. I went to Central Washington University and graduated in 2020. And right after that, in um, in September of 2020, I moved to Nashville. So it oh, was wow. a so, journey. Yeah. yeah. You moved um, there right <laughs> in the middle of COVID. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely a very interesting time for sure. I remember moving there and you couldn't even, like, if you stood up in the bar while the band was playing, you know, they'd be like, you have to sit down, which was so interesting because you always wanted to dance. <laughs> But fortunately, it's it's getting back to normal now. Yeah, I was just there in October, and it's definitely, you know, seems to be getting back to normal. So that's awesome. So you, young lady, you're just 24, so sounds like you've been growing and expanding since you were very, very young, and that's fantastic. So what's your favorite thing about the Nashville music scene? Oh, gosh. Nashville is just a blast. <laughs> I love that there's music everywhere you go. I love that any night of the week you can go out and find music and just have a blast. And I love also that when I moved there, of course, it's a little intimidating because you're going to the place where everybody goes and flocks to pursue their music careers and everybody's so talented and awesome. But what I found is that so many people, they're so nice and they're so supportive Everyone's just kind of doing their own thing and trying to lift other people up. And I always say it's a big city, but it just feels like a small town. Like I'll go out and I'll see the same people that I saw like the night before. Or So I feel like that's really, really cool. And I just, I just love to be surrounded by so many amazing singers and songwriters that are trying to do kind of the same thing, which just makes you want to be better and better. I mean, it's very motivating. So, um, and I love drawing inspiration from those people as well when they're singing and, you know, writing with people just makes you a better writer. And Nashville, I just feel like there's no better place for me to be at this moment in my life as a 24-year-old singer-songwriter. I would definitely agree, and I can certainly relate to that. I, I do like the comment that you made. It's it's great to write with other people because it does actually make you better when you do write with other individuals. It's, a, you know, an exchange of ideas. You don't always have to agree with the ideas, but it, it promotes different levels of thinking and things like that. I'm always looking for different people to write with and collaborate with because it always makes you yep. a better writer in the long run. So that's great. We mentioned some of your influences at the start of the show. Is there anyone that you would like to collaborate with in the future? Oh, wow. I've been asked this question, and I always feel like it's just such a tough question to answer um, because I there's so many people I would love to collaborate with. And I feel like 
the people that I listen to on like a daily basis, it just really varies. I mean, I'm, I listened to Post Malone one day and I listened, you know, to George Street and Garth Brooks and um, Cardi B. It's the music that I love is a lot. So I always think, oh, it'd be so cool to collaborate with them or them and just kind of see what we can do. I really like Morgan Wallen and I really like Chris Stapleton. And yeah, though, I don't know why. Those are like the first two that come to mind. Um, of course, I have always loved Taylor Swift. And Kelsey Ballerini is also really cool. And she does, she has some songs with some, you know, really powerful female country music stars. So that would be awesome too. But yeah, those are, those are the first people that come to mind. Those are very great options. Definitely. So this is a Thank great you. place for us to share. You're welcome. Yes. I'm a big, I'm a big Stapleton fan. So yeah, I think he's, he's so fantastic. Awesome. Yes, he is. Great place for us to share one of the songs that you brought with you. Let's talk about Till You Find One. I always want to throw that extra word in there, but it's called Till You Find One. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about this song. Yeah, so I wrote this song with um, this amazing songwriter. His name's Benji Harris. I've been writing with him since I was 16. And I pretty much brought him the idea of I want to write a song about how country boys have so much to offer. I just think that activities-wise, they want to do, they want to go mudding, they want to go fishing, they want to be outdoors. Um, they just are so much fun, and how you don't really know what you're missing out on until you date one. So it's basically like the song saying, you don't know how fun a country boy is till you find one. I thoroughly enjoyed listening to this, and I love the storytelling with it. You did an exceptional job with the songwriting on this one. So we're going to play it for everyone. This is called Till You – you're welcome. This is called Till You Find One by Afton Prater. Told me about her new boyfriend, Chris She said he treats her well And that he comes from Los Angeles She said she's never seen someone hit a golf ball The way he does and he looks like a Ken doll I said, girl, your boyfriend sounds cool and all But can he bait a hook? Can he change a tire? Can he go in the woods and build a campfire? Can he shoot a gun? Can he take you mud in? Dating a country boy, girl, it's really something. You gotta believe me, there's so much fun. You won't see what I see till you find Months fly by, we're all out dancing at the club She took my advice, found a guy from Oklahoma Her sis started bragging about her fiancé He'll be a big city broker someday My friend glanced up with a smile on her face And asked, can he fade a hook? Can he change a tire? Can he go in the woods and build a campfire? Can he shoot a 
me shotgun a beer and take you swing dancing? Can you put on a cowboy hat and look handsome? Can you drive a stick shit and take your four wheeling? Date in a country boy, girl, it's so appealing. You gotta believe me, there's so much fun. Don't just settle. I love the whole storyline. I love the whole concept. So, again, excellent job there. I can certainly hear this, like, on the radio, playing on, like, Sirius XM, the highway, things like that. Definitely can see that happening because it is very relatable. Love it. Great job. So what's your favorite thing about being a songwriter slash performer? What I love most about songwriting is that it gives me the ability to express my thoughts and emotions and then relate those to how other people are feeling. I just find it really helps connect me to people and people connect to me as well. And then I would say when it comes to performing, I just love being on stage and feeling the energy of the crowd there's honestly nothing like it. It's, it totally amps me up. It keeps me motivated, wanting to go back and perform again. And of, of course, like afterwards, talking with the audience and, and hearing and also seeing their feedback when I'm performing is, is really awesome. And actually, I've been told um, I perform at this place in Midtown Nashville. And the guy who puts on the show, he's always like, your energy is just like <laughs> kind of amazing because He's like, you're like a bubble of energy. And that's how I want to, like, be when I'm on stage. I want people to feel that I'm happy to be here. And, you know, I feel really privileged to be playing in Nashville, Tennessee. And I love feeling that energy from the crowd. And Nashville is a really, really great place for that. I actually will say that it is one of the few places where I do generally think that the audiences, no matter where you're, you're at, in town and you're listening to music, everybody is, you know, appreciative that you're there. They're interested in listening to the music. They're excited about it. And they are very appreciative. And I can certainly relate to the feeding off of the crowd. And I actually think Nashville is unique in that regard because I've performed there as well as other places. And I do think that there's Mm -hmm. a very much a, a different feeling from that entire town. It's just a no, exactly. Unique, yeah, it's a real it's, unique it's very, to be in. Very fun. I also think like people too who are visiting are just really happy to be there as well. So I <laughs> think that's like one of the reasons. <laughs> that's one of the reasons as well is because you know they want to hear awesome music, and so then when they finally get it, they're like, "Yay!" Like this, you know, this is where I want to be. I'm right where I want to be right now, and I'm just enjoying it and taking it in and. Yeah. Yep. Good point. Good point. So what's your creative process when writing a song? I would say it depends. Sometimes I get, like, inspired by maybe a line or a chord. Um, but I would say for the most part I have a melody to begin with, or I'll just kind of be strumming my guitar and something will kind of pop into my head. 
sometimes I do like write lines that I'm like, like in my notes on my iPhone that I find to be good and I could elaborate upon later or something like that. Other times it's just my family member or friends will text me and be like, hey, you should write a song about this or you should write a song about this. And I love, I love getting those prompts. And um, this last year, I made it a mission of mine to post on TikTok every day or at least one or two posts a day. And what happened from that was people were commenting on my video saying, can you write a song about this? Can you write a song about this? Well, I started doing that. And then more people were commenting, can you write a song about this? Can you write a song about this? And I was like, oh, my gosh. And so I'm doing that now pretty much every day, writing every single day kind of based off their ideas. And it's, it's been a fun challenge. And it's kind of, like, taken off. And so <laughs> I think, like, I've never thought about, you know, kind of asking people what they want in a song. And so kind of doing that has, you know, it's part of my songwriting process now as well. And, like, special thanks to the people on TikTok and my other social media platforms and Facebook for, you know, supporting me in my journey and um, just being awesome because it's so, it's so great to, to have people actually engaged in, in your music and just kind of waiting for that next video or next post or next song. As far as the songwriting process goes, it's just, just kind of everywhere. And I, I'm sure that you kind of experienced that as well, being a songwriter too. Yeah, TikTok is one platform that I just, I don't post a lot on, but now you've just given me an idea because I actually post every Monday on Instagram, I put a songwriting prompt. So I'm now, I'm like, going, oh, you know what? I never even thought of putting those songwriting prompts on TikTok. So now mm-hmm. I'm like, you, you just gave me an idea. I'm like, I have. Well, that might actually force me to get into the whole posting on TikTok on a regular basis. So maybe I'll start doing that. But I do songwriting prompts on my Instagram. I post like a picture of a song of of what the prompt is for the week. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I do those types of things. But yeah, I think that's really great. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm going to check out your TikTok because I I might throw an idea out there. I might pull one of my prompts off my Instagram and be like, well, write a song about this. <laughs> yeah. I no, want to see I what you can. It's such, a, it's such a challenge, but it's like, it's so much fun. I, I enjoy it. And some of them even involve some researching because some of them are songs that I've never even thought about writing about or I know like little about. So <laughs> it's just really cool to, to try to put topics and the songs. It is. So one of the questions that I ask all of my songwriters is, do you have a songwriting tip or trick that you would like to share? Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, gosh. Um, hmm. I would say don't think too hard. <laughs> that's like the first thing that comes on top of my head because sometimes when I sit down to write and I'm like, I have to write, I must write, it's nothing happens. So I like just I and I also feel like sometimes the songs when you're songwriting and you think oh I don't really like that sometimes like that's the one that does the best for some reason I would say one piece of advice too is I mean what what I always do is I I share my songs or like a line or something with somebody else to try to see <laughs> to try to see if they can resonate with it or if it makes any sense. You know? No, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Some songwriters don't like to 
share any of their ideas before they're like totally fleshed out. I'm a little Mm -hmm. bit different and it's good to hear that you do that as well. I do know some people that they're like, well, I can't share this until it's completely done, which doesn't, I'm like, well, you know, I suppose you're like way off base and it makes like total, doesn't make any sense. Wouldn't you want somebody to, you know, provide you feedback on that? But yeah, yeah. And, so, and what no, I find too is that, thank you. Uh, what I find too is that like my family is very honest, and like one of the people that I look up to the most is my brother, and he's my younger brother. He's 21, but he's so like he's just so honest with me all the time. So if I'm kind of like, oh, I'm not really feeling this, he'll be like, no, I love that, like that's perfect, or he'll be like, oh yeah, no, <laughs> like don't do that, you know. And so it just gives me some like kind of confidence because you're going to get those people that like don't like your stuff. That's just how it is. That's how, what is, you know, you can't avoid that. But I'm like, okay, but if like my brother likes it <laughs> or my mom or like my best friends like it, then that's, you know, really what matters. And then having people, other people say too, I love that. I love that. I love that. I mean, that kind of makes it, you know, that's kind of what I listen to or are those people. <laughs> No, and I agree. I think that makes total sense. You go and you share it with the people that you trust to give you good, honest feedback, and it makes sense to accept their feedback, whether it's good or bad, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's a good thing when you share stuff, you know, because it does provide you with a different perspective and it allows you to grow because if somebody does come back and say, well, you know, yeah, that just doesn't do it for me or, nah, that actually yeah. is good feedback. You're not going to create something every single time that everybody likes. Yeah, exactly. So, yep. Awesome. Well, this is a great place for us to take a short break here from a word from one of our partners in podcasting. This is my buddy, Tim. From Front Range Radio, we'll be right back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris here on the Sim Radio Network. Front Range Radio, playing a variety of indie music, a 24-7 music festival for your ears. You can find Front Range Radio at frontrangeradio.net. And we're back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the Sim Radio Network. And my guest, Afton Crater. Captain, before we get to the next song that you brought with you, why don't you tell us about what you're currently working on? Oh, yeah. So um, this last year, I released a number of singles, and I have been working hard trying to to market those songs and, and get those out into the world. And, of course, I write every single day, like I mentioned before, with the TikTok and the people commenting and stuff, that's got me writing every single day. And sometimes I'll even kind of go off their topic and start writing about something else because that's just, (laughs) that's how songwriters kind of work, start a song, go to the next song. But writing, um, trying to market those songs on the social media platforms, of course, trying to get those out. I do have some songs in mind for this next year to record and to release and so I'm really excited about that and um, of course performing whenever I can in Nashville and in Washington State when I come home and just anywhere I can and 
building my fan base all together. Just trying to keep people like in the loop about what I'm doing. I know social media can be challenging sometimes and it's, you know, but it's just so vital today. So just trying to build my fan base on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited for what this next year brings. I'm excited for some new songs to come out and um, to, to hear about what people think and, and just kind of working on those things. Well, I, for one, am definitely looking forward to hearing your new music. So we will make sure that we follow you and stay up to date on all of that stuff. And we encourage everybody else to do the same. So let's so share the second song that you brought with you. Tell us about Tough. Yeah, so I wrote Tough about insecurities and emotional struggles that people have and how those insecurities and emotional struggles impact who we are closest to the most, you know, like when we're feeling sad or bad or angry or upset or whatever, um, it impacts those who we love and care about because those are the people who are closest to us. And I wrote this song because I can be difficult for sure when times get hard. And um, well, I've been posting a lot about this song too on, on TikTok. And it's, this song, ha- it's incredible because it's a song that has done the best video wise with people like making their own videos to it. It just hit over a thousand and 20 videos or somewhere along those lines of people kind of recreating their own videos. It's just, I, I don't know. I didn't feel like it was going to have that impact. And so it's, it's pretty incredible to see that people were feeling, um, you know, the same way that I was feeling when I wrote this song. And it's basically kind of saying, I'm sorry for kind of being this way and that you have to put up with it. But like, thank you for loving me like unconditionally through the tough times. And, you know, just, just thank you for always being there for me. Well, I think it's a really great song, and we're going to play it for everybody. So this is Tough by Aptus Prater. I'm not always nice. I'm not always fun to be around. I can start a fight and hold a grudge. But at night, right before I go to sleep, when I close my eyes, I know I'm loved. Yeah, sometimes I can be Loving me can be a little tough I'm not always perfect When I show up looking like a mess You show me I'm worth it You say I'm beautiful anyway Loving me 
can be a little tough. Amazon Music, all those. My, you can find my songs on there as well. So 
hope you guys listen. I hope you enjoyed this interview. And I love to make friends. I'm always looking for people to hang with, you know, when if you ever visit Nashville. So reach out. Reach out to me. And thank you so much to the people who have supported me, not only this year, but, you know, my whole life and and for the next several years as well. So thank you. Well, you're quite welcome. And everybody, again, you know, please follow Afton on her social medias. Follow on Spotify. Buy. Go to, you know, I know everybody says stream, but buy. Go to shows. Support. That is actually where it's at for a lot of artists. And I think it's awesome. You do play out live. So if you are in Nashville, check her out. So with that, I would like to thank you so much, Afton, for joining me today, taking the time to chat with us. It has been a wonderful, wonderful pleasure. And to all of our listeners, thank you for tuning in to Mixing It. On behalf of all of us here at Sim Radio, this is Nikki Chris. Until next time, keep on mixing it.